Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Queens podcast. I am Marina Schifferman, but you probably already knew that. So I hope you had a great week. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is very structured. It's very, we need to talk about this. It is a subject that is legal. And it is one of the serious aspects of buying and owning real estate. I talk a lot about how real estate is both feminine thing and a masculine thing, how it's both creative and you have to use your intuition and you have to feel things. And it's also structured, scheduled, organizational. You have to do your research. So today we're going to be talking about owning property in an LLC. I'm going to be listing all of a lot of the benefits of owning property in an LLC. It's going to be a long one. There's going to be a lot of them. And this episode was really inspired by a client of mine who is buying property. Before he even knew what he wanted to buy, he told me that he wants it in an LLC for all of these reasons. His first property in San Francisco, he wants it to be in an LLC, but he wasn't sure of all of the benefits. So this is inspired. And I personally own all of my homes in an LLC, and each home is owned in a separate LLC. And we'll get into all of that in the future of this episode. So let's just start from the beginning. When I am working with a buyer and we're at the very, very first buyer meeting, when I when I already know that they're working with me, when I'm their real estate agent, when all of that commitment is set, when we're getting into it, talking about the process, getting them set up with the right lenders, or they know, I'm always asking them, how are you going to own this property? Who's going to take title? Who's going to be the owner? And most oftentimes they don't really know what I'm talking about. They're like, what do you mean who's going to own it? I'm going to own it. And I'm like, is it going to be in your name? Is it going to be in a trust? Is it going to be in an LLC? Are you going to be joint property? What is it going to be? And then I explain to them the different ways and some of the general benefit pros and cons. Preface, again, I'm not an attorney. I am not a CPA. I am not providing legal advice here or anything that you absolutely have to do. I am providing you with information that I know, that I relay for you to do your own research, for you to be more informed and for you to call me so I can connect you with the right people. So buying your house in your name is definitely one way to go. It's not the best way to go. If you have a trust, definitely putting your real estate in that trust so your trust owns the real estate and not you is another way to go. But I personally really, really like owning property in an LLC. That stands for Limited Liability Corporation. That's what we're going to be talking about today is that LLC that you start is the, is the one that owns the house. That's the entity that owns the property. So Marina Schifferman doesn't own the house. 
the LLC that I've started, let's just say Red Roses LLC, and I am the president of that LLC, Red Roses LLC owns that property. So let's let's get to talking about it. Also, anybody can start an LLC. Don't do it yourself. Don't do anything financial, real estate related, tax related by yourself because that is the fastest way to make mistakes. Okay, so let's just get right into it. The very first reason people buy in an LLC is limited liability. That's the name, limited liability corporation. Owning property in an LLC in San Francisco can help protect your personal assets from business liabilities. Let that sink in. The name itself, Limited Liability Corporation, Limited Liability Company, hints at its primary benefit. When you own property through that LLC, it's considered a separate legal entity from your personal finances. Here's how that works. Separation of assets. Your personal assets, like your home, your savings, investments, are distinct from assets owned in the LLC. Limit liability is very limited. If the LLC faces legal issues or debts related to the property, your personal assets generally cannot be used to satisfy those obligations. This separation of liability is the core protection offered by an LLC. Protection from lawsuits. In the event of a lawsuit related to the property, the liability of the LLC is typically limited to the assets held in the LLC. Your personal assets are shielded. They are protected from being used in settling the LLC's debts or legal judgments. And if you own multiple properties, consider placing them in their own LLCs. So let's break that down. If you get into a lawsuit, if let's just say somebody, you're renting out part of the house, or you're renting out the whole house, and the tenant sues you, and you owe the tenant $100,000. Whatever the LLC owns can be used to satisfy that judgment. If there's $100,000 in the LLC bank account, then that can be used but they cannot come after your personal money. That's all that that says. Of course, they can sue further. They can, you know, search who owns that LLC. They can do a lot more things, but generally there is a limit of liability. The LLC is a separate thing than your personal finances. So your personal things can't really be touched, you know? That is a huge, huge benefit for for owning property in LLC. Let's talk about this other idea, concept of asset ring fencing. By holding each property in a separate LLC, you can further ring fence each asset. If one property faces issues, it's less likely to affect the other in a different LLC, obviously. Think tenant issues. One property cannot be held liable for the other. 
contractual liability. Even in contractual matters, your personal assets are generally safe when you own property through an LLC. For example, if your LLC enters into a lease agreement, it's the LLC's assets that are at risk, not your personal ones. So the LLC is the landlord and rents to the tenant. And the LLC gets rent from that tenant. The LLC has expenses. It's the LLC, it's not you. And also maintaining formality. To ensure this protection, it's essential to maintain the formalities of an LLC. You can't just start an LLC, like the paperwork and pay the $800 filing fee, and then not have separate financial records, not have separate bank account for your LLC, not, you know, doing separate taxes for your LLC, you have to maintain the actual formality because if you don't do that, then it's worthless that you own property in an LLC. That's huge. You're owning property in an LLC, you have a separate bank account, you have a separate credit card, debit card, you are doing taxes for that LLC. It's a person, it's a business. You are treating it as a complete separate entity that you own. I absolutely do not recommend going online and creating an LLC by yourself. I don't even understand the point of doing that. Get yourself a lawyer that creates LLCs in San Francisco or at least in California so that they can do their job of educating you on the laws and rules and answering all of your questions about how an LLC is run, how it works. Then get yourself a CPA to do the taxes and accounting for your LLCs. It could be your the same one that you use for your personal. If you don't have anyone that does your personal, you need to get one if you're considering opening up an LLC. The more things that you have going on, the difficult, more difficult it is. The more laws you have to take into consideration. You know, more money, more problems. Biggie was right. You just have to know how to deal with it. Which brings me into tax benefits. Again, I'm not a CPA. I'm not giving tax advice. This is to get you thinking about LLCs and to do your own research and to speak to the right people. You can start with calling me. So a tax benefit is pass through taxation. One of the really, really big significant tax advantages of an LLC is its default tax treatment, known as pass-through taxation. An LLC itself does not pay federal income taxes. Instead, the profits and losses pass through the individual members, like the owners of the LLC, and they report this on their personal tax returns. Now, if you didn't get any of this, That's okay. You probably don't have to. Get yourself a CPA. They know all about the taxes of an LLC. First of all, you're owning a property in LLC. That LLC owns a property. Any expenses that you have is expenses of the LLC. Some can be tax deducted. Some are passed through taxation. If you're renting out your property through the LLC, the income you get is income. You need, it needs to be doing its own taxes. And one of the huge, huge benefits of owning property in LLC is that you can deduct your expenses because it's a business. They're business expenses. Okay. 
Another one is your flexibility in tax classification. While the default tax status of an LLC is passed through, LLC owners have the flexibility to choose how they want their LLC to be taxed. Um, this allows you to tailor tax treatment to your specific financial goals and circumstances. But two common ones are single member LLCs. If you're like the sole owner of the LLC, you report the income and expenses on your personal tax returns. Um, and if you're a multi-member LLC, like if you own it with your family, your husband, your mom, your dad, if your LLC has multiple members, it's typically treated as a partnership for tax purposes. The LLC itself files a partnership tax return and each member receives a schedule K-1 that outlines their shares of the LLC, their income and the losses, which they report on their personal tax returns. So you see how complicated this is getting? You think you wanna try to do this yourself? I don't think so. And wealthy people do not do these things themselves. Wealthy people pay other people to make them rich, pay other people to protect them, but they also know what's going on. Another one is deductions and write-offs. This is what I've been talking about. LLC owners can often take advantage of various tax deductions and write-offs related to their real estate, such as mortgage interest deductions. Bet you didn't know that one property depreciation, bet you didn't know that one, maintenance expenses, property management fees. I mean, so many things can be deducted and written off. This is probably the primary. This reason and legal liability is why I own property in an LLC and each property has a different LLC. But there's a caveat. To have deductions, you must have income. So if you're planning on renting out your property, this is huge. Also, my client will own his property in an LLC and pay rent. His, his personal person will pay rent to the LLC. There are a lot of ways to structure this. You don't want to give... These things were invented because wealthy people do not want to give their money away. They want to structure interesting ways to keep their money. And this is a very, very good one. Another huge benefit is capital gains tax. When you sell a property that is held in an LLC, you have the benefit of favorable capital gains tax treatments, as they say. If you've held the property for more than a year, you can potentially qualify for long-term capital gain rates, which are typically lower than ordinary income tax rates. Consult with your CPA to dig further about this. 1031 exchange. This is a huge one that's done all the time, and you could probably do this uh, if you do not own an, an LLC, but it has to be an income-generating property. So an LLC can facilitate a 1031 exchange, also known as a like-kind exchange. Basically, when you sell a property, you don't pay capital gains if you buy another like, like property that's equal value or more expensive than the one that you're selling. There are certain requirements that have to be met. So you do not pay capital gains tax if you buy another property that's at least the same price or more expensive for income purposes. Eventually, you will have to pay that capital gains tax, but you might be dead. Another one is tax credit. 
depending on the type of real estate investment that you're involved in, there may be tax credits available at the federal and state level. For example, some historical preservation projects or energy efficient property improvements can qualify for tax credits like solar panels or other green things that you can put in your home. You can potentially pay less by doing improvements to your house. Your, your real estate tax guy will know all of these things. Estate planning is another one. Owning property through an LLC can offer estate planning benefits. You can plan for the transfer of ownership to your heirs or beneficiaries with reduced tax implications. To maximize the tax benefits of owning property in LLC, you have to work closely with your tax advisor, your CPA, that specializes in this stuff. Not all of them know what this is about. Not all of them work in California. Not all of them work in real estate in San Francisco. You need to find the right one. They can help you structure your LLC and investments in a way that align with your financial goals and optimize your tax positioning. It's essential. If you want to be wealthy, grow your money, protect your money, protect your assets, protect your heirs, estate plan, tax deduct, you need to consider owning property in LLC. So now let's change to the different types of loans that an LLC can get. Loans to buy a house specifically, not loans for any other purpose. Loans for real estate. Loan types. There's two. Personal property. That's when your person is getting a mortgage. You're obtaining a standard mortgage and standard mortgages are based on your personal criteria, your personal credit report, your tax, uh, your tax what you've been paying, your 1099s, your W-2s. They're based on your personal credit score, credit history, your personal income. But in an LLC, you typically need a commercial mortgage or an investment property loan. These are loans designed for business entities that have different qualifications and different requirements. But of course, your personal requirements come into play. Not all lenders do this, so we need to find you a special one that does. You can buy the property also, you can buy the property as yourself and then transfer it into an LLC at a later date. I don't recommend doing this because that comes with a cost, but if you don't have your LLC set up because you think it's going to take a week when it actually takes three to six months, but you want to buy a property now, you can buy the property now as and your names, and then you can grant deed it into a trust or an LLC or to somebody else. Let's talk about interest rates. So for personal property, personal mortgages often come with lower interest rates compared to commercial mortgages. Lenders usually consider personal mortgages to be less risky, which is the reason they have lower interest rates. But an LLC-owned property for commercial mortgages may have slightly higher interest rates because lenders think that commercial loans are riskier. Let's talk about down payment now. Personal property, personal mortgages, you ha can have a lower down payment 
requirements sometimes. It can be, you know, 5% if you're getting an FHA. It could be 10% if you're getting a jumbo. Usually in San Francisco, 20% is kind of required to show, but you can put 50. You can put whatever down payment you want, but the requirement is a lower down payment than in a commercial mortgage. The down payment often can be between 20 and 30% of the property's purchase price. The lender requires greater financial commitment from the LLC. But this is diff- this is not that big of a deal because in San Francisco people put 20 to 30% down anyway, if not paying cash. Let's talk about the qualification criteria and personal property. Personal pro- mortgages are primarily based on the borrower's creditworthiness, their income, their personal finance history, et cetera, et cetera. In an LLC, lenders will assess the financial health of the LLC, which can include the credit history, cash flow business plan. However, this is going to be a new LLC, so they're going to review the owner's criteria. So that is a lot of benefits of owning property in an LLC. If I didn't raise your awareness, if your ears didn't perk up after listening to this episode about, oh, maybe I should look into this. Maybe it's a good idea for me to keep some of my money, keep some of my wealth, get some tax benefits for owning property. If I structure it in a different way, then that's great. Then I've done my job because I'm here to educate you, ladies and gentlemen, on becoming real estate queens and kings. Because real estate is something that people protect their money in. Real estate is also something that people invest in to get money. Real estate is also something for generational wealth. So there's a lot of ways to protect it as well. I hope this was interesting to you. I would really, really love to hear from you. So Go ahead, and I will be back next week because I'm doing an episode every single week until March 8th, which is International Women's Day, because you deserve it. I'll talk to you later. Bye.